Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Hello, we are back today to talk about failure. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. It has been a conversation that I have had as a coach. We also make jokes a lot about failure. And it's something that's really big in the sport of powerlifting. It's really big in Olympic lifting. Heck, it is big in fitness period. This this idea of what failure really is and these feelings of failure. So I think what I wanted to do today was to address failure because in my head as a coach, there's really only one way to fail. And we want to talk about one, what that is, two, how do we combat that and find the good, find find the learning lessons? How do we not remind ourselves that, hey, we're just one big fat failure? Yeah. I I'm gonna throw a twist. I think that there's two types of failure. And I define them very differently. Okay. I I think that there is a failure of an action and a failure as a person. I mean, tell me more. So I think failure as action is I clearly failed a lift at state and I failed to hit 203, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a given. I didn't do it. I failed at it. Mm -hmm. I'm not a failure because I did not stop going for it. We're still shooting for it. True. And I think they like both fall into like what my idea of failure is, right? Like in, in my approach to it, the only way you fail is if you quit. Yeah. So it like you are not a failure of a person because you're still you're still pursuing this. However, you did have the act of failing. Right. Um, The best example to look at that in like to simplify what I think we're both trying to say is if you look at like fats, like there's fat on your body and there's fat that you eat. Like they're two very different things, but they, the word that defines them is you is the same one that's used. Yeah. So it is very much, You are not, you did not fail 203 because you are a failure. You just happened to, you failed that lift. You did not meet the standards of what is said there. Right. So yeah, you're like, yeah, we're, we're on the same page. We're not, this isn't going to be, turn into a fight of who's right. Who's wrong here. No. Um, but, always right. <laughs> sometimes I wish, but. Um, right. But it's so in my world, right? I deal with a lot of people who are like they're there's they're uncomfortable, right? Like they they're doing a lot of different things and they're feeling a lot of overwhelm and they're like, oh, I feel like I'm failing because I didn't do everything that I'm supposed to, right? And I look at it as the the majority of people I work with, they're 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 parents or they have raised children, they're in some type of like caretaking profession. If your kid 
is trying to walk for the first time. So they're like a little one-year-old, little nugget. They're trying to walk. Your kid tries to stand up and take their first step and they fall down, which happens a lot before you get it the first time. You do not look at that kid and say that you fail, like you're a failure. What happens is you you encourage that kid. You tell them to continue going. You you kind of help them do the things to get them to the point of actually being able to walk. They're going to stumble probably a hundred times before they get it right. That's why they, I think that's a big reason why they make babies wear diapers. They're cushiony on their little, little bums. Little tushies. You are going to stumble many times in your health and fitness journey. If you are asked to eat a salad every day, you're going to blow it. It it happens. I know for me on Sunday, crazy day, I am the preacher of big ass salads. I did not eat a big ass salad because I was out of the house. I was busy. It just, it just didn't work. I'm not, I'm not a failure because of that I didn't fail. I'm not going to be like, oh, I failed. I'm going to give up on my, on my nutrition. Nope. It's like, I need to eat my salad tomorrow because I know that I'm not going to feel great because of what I didn't eat. So there's a lot of expectation to never make a mistake. And that's what people look at when it comes to failure. You can make boo-boos. You can make lots of boo-boos. Yeah. And I mean, you can do it in the gym. You can do it nutritionally. There has been many a times where I've had super busy days. Work has gone late. You have a last minute meeting. You have to stay late, whatever it is. And I can't get home to make dinner. Yeah. Um, so you order something like you try to make the healthiest choice possible. You order something. It may not be the best thing, but like you said, I'm not a failure nutritionally because I didn't stick to my designated plan. You get back on the plan and you're good to go, but you don't take that and go, Oh, I quit because this one little hiccup is now I'm done. That's when you fail. You fail when you just throw your hands up and give up and don't try to fix the problem. You know, and the way I look at it is when you go through your workday, like I make mistakes every single day at my job and I eat, sleep, breathe what I do. It doesn't, I don't quit because of it. Could you imagine that if you made one mistake and you had to quit your job? I tell people all the time, my job, I do all the paperwork for our business. And when I started, my husband was going to teach me how to do it, which is hysterical looking back because he has no idea how to do my job. I learned how to do my job by making so many mistakes that I had to call someone to literally walk me through how to fix them and then how to do them correctly. So now I'm so like knowledgeable on if I do make the mistake, now I know how to fix the mistake and now I know how to make it work, right? Yeah. If you can take that and apply it to your life, if you can say, these are all the mistakes that I've made, quote unquote mistakes, and this is how I fixed it. And then this is how you do it right in the first place. But if it does happen again, you know how to fix it. Like you're more equipped, which helps you in the long run mentally to not break down and be like, oh my gosh, I made this mistake and I don't know what to do. Yep. You know, and it's, there's so much, like if we literally counted every failure we had every day, we would be miserable people. 
and it have a lot of counting to do. I wouldn't have enough fingers and toes six times over. It it just it's it's a part of what you're what you do. And if you're gonna let that always be the oh, I made one one mistake, you know, I'm I'm done with this. Well then you're not you're not gonna get there. You know, I think we have become so accustomed to expecting mm, per- perfection or like right when we want it bad enough. Oh, I'm just so motivated. I should be able to do this. Like you can't have these high expectations for yourself. You are learning a brand new skill. Kind of like you said, like with your work stuff, right? You don't know everything right away. Still don't. Like these things still happen. It just, you have to change your view of failure your view of yourself so that you're not always thinking one little mistake. I'm feeling I'm done. I can't do this. I look at, I'm going to use a client example for this. Uh, I, we had a very real heart to heart conversation and I, I think it was three text messages. So my clients usually get a text from me minimum one time a week, definitely more on the lines of like two and an email. I sent this woman four texts. So that's two weeks time at least. And I have not heard a response back. So on the fourth text, I was like, Hey, I need a response from you basically. Right. I like, I need, I need to hear something from you. Because you're you're commenting on my stuff on social media. So I know that you're seeing this. You're just choosing not to respond to me. You are alive. You are alive. I am seeing... So then I get a text back of like, everything comes through. I'm a huge failure. I just always start these things and I fail at them. And I told her that not, not one single part of you has failed until you decided to fail to communicate with me. Like you made that decision. Right. You fell off of your plan. You determined at that point that you were a failure. Then you decided I'm going to, I'm going to self-sabotage even more. And I'm going to use this as, oh, well, like I didn't hear from you. Like I, this happened and this happened and this happened. And we weren't able to do this. And I failed even more when in reality you respond to one of my texts, you're going to get some feedback to make sure that we, we get you back on the right track. And it kept coming back to, I'm just, I always fail at diets. I always fail at training programs. I always fail. I always fail. This is a belief in her head because she's always run through this cycle of, I fail one time. I'm going to continue to find other ways to fail. And I don't, she's not doing it intentionally. A lot of it comes into practice. A lot of how you grew up, how you were raised, how you learned to do things for yourself. and. It, it just is one of those that, okay, like I understand that you feel like you fail when you don't, you, you don't do what I've asked you to do. Right. But the only time you fail is when you stop doing it altogether. And I told her, I'm actually still, this is, this is an ongoing, ongoing event of breaking news. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I sent her a text and I said, we need to focus on one singular thing. One singular thing this upcoming week. I don't care if it's drinking water. I don't care if it's eating a salad. It needs to be one thing that you crush with like 99% confidence, right? Like if I ask you, Gretchen, to drink water, 
I'd be like, Gretchen, I need you to drink 64 ounces of water. You're like, I got that. No doubt. Like we leave that 1% of, I don't know, like all the water in the world is gone and you know, like anything is possible, but you can do this. I need you to focus on one singular thing that you can do with 1000% confidence. Anything else is a bonus. Do calories still matter? Yep. Do workouts still matter? Yep. All of those other things matter, but this is how we start to re- reframe that mindset from I am a, I am always a failure to, ooh, I actually, I did that. I was seven out of seven. I felt great. Maybe did a few other things here or there. Now I'm ready for the next thing. This is a huge reason why people start with exercise programs and the diet comes later, right? Like they start to exercise, they feel a little bit better. And they also feel like I do not want to throw my plan and my, my, my workouts to waste because of the junk food that I ate following a workout. Right. Like it naturally will, you're building confidence. I'm building confidence in the gym because I'm committing to the program. I'm doing all of these things. And it's like, okay, like you're, you're going to build confidence by taking a focus on one thing per week, instead of focusing on everything that you failed at. I think too, a lot of people like this is, I mean, you can do it with your nutrition coach too, because you know what's going on. But for like the gym wise, a lot of people feel if they fell off the wagon a little bit, or they feel that they failed, that they're embarrassed to come back because now everybody knows that they failed. Right. And they got to like own up to their failure and everybody's going to point at them and tell them that they're a failure. That is very much in your head. And if it's not, and people point at you and tell you that you're a failure, you should probably switch gyms. Um, I think people respect a comeback more than just dropping out. Right. Call it a comeback. Right. Like how many, how many TikToks and Instagram reels and things you see on social media of watch me lose 70 pounds in this amount of time. Watch me take back. And everybody loves them. Everybody cheers those people on. People love comebacks. People love when you rise out of a hard situation. And I guarantee you a lot of people have done it. So then you can lean on them for help. But it's hard to think of yourself as a failure and then face people thinking that, right? So you need to come in and be like, hey, I had a I had a rough go at it, right? I had a lot of family things going on. I had a lot of work things going on. I whatever happens, I had to go out of town for this amount of time and my momentum failed and I just came back and it was hard to like get back into the swing of things. Fine, but you come back and you come back strong and harder, and people will respect that a lot more. And they'll be like, Yeah, I know it's really hard, blah, blah, blah. I travel for work too. This is what I do to help a little bit. And you can get tips and tricks from people who have gone through it because everybody goes through it. Nobody's a hundred percent perfect. I wish I was, but I'm definitely not. Yeah. Um, and then there's another side of that too. Like, I think when you fail or you think that you're a failure. You need to have like an interpersonal communication with yourself of why, why did I fail? Yes. Right. Yes. There are so yeah. many workouts and classes that I've tried and quote unquote failed at, but why did I fail at them? Because I don't really like them. That was not my thing. Right. Like they were great for a couple of days, but didn't really pique my interest. Didn't really suck me into the program. So I just gave up. 
well, I failed because I don't really enjoy it. Yep. So find something that you enjoy that keeps you coming back, even when you do have those slide backs, right? When you do fall off a little bit. Here's like, I think right off of that, if you are trying to, let's say you're, you're trying to be a runner, mm-hmm. if you're trying to be a runner and you are constantly failing at running. There's something else. It's not just like you either don't like it or it's not realistic for your lifestyle right now. Right. And, and you, you have to like, you have to have that conversation, like you said, with yourself of, okay, why is this not working? Why am I continuing to fail? If you feel one time you take a look at it, man, I just really didn't schedule my day. Well, didn't get my run in, not the end of the world. I will fix that tomorrow. But if it's, if you are all of a sudden, I'm, I'm not going for a run today. I'm not going for a run tomorrow. Like you just continue to miss that something isn't working. And if you really want to do it, you then adjust your schedule to make it fit. Or you realize this isn't what I really want to do. And you have to find something different. But if you are constantly failing, there is a reason. It's not just, it's not you. It's not you. There is something that's causing you to not be successful in this. If I wanted to be a runner, I would fail day one. <laughs> Zero desire. I like that you talked about our our first run together the other day. Oh my god, our first and only. <laughs> yeah, she was like, "You just gotta leave me. Like, I'm gonna fall behind. Just leave me." And me, I'm like, "That's terrible running etiquette." I don't think I'm not a superstar runner, but I don't think that I'll be leaving you. I look back and Gretchen is petting dogs along the fence. Like some yeah. random dogs that ran up to a fence in their yard. I was like, man, I'm done. <laughs> I was like, got it. I will uh, keep going. I'll GPS my way back. It's fine. <laughs> I picked you up on the way back. <laughs> Gosh. It's just not my thing. And I know that, you know, it's, I don't know. It's hard. And It goes with diets too, right? There's so many diets out there that you can try and people, you know, I mean, there's fad diets, right? I don't even need to list them, but keto, because that's like the biggest one, one, keto, right? Well, I failed at keto. It didn't work for me, blah, blah, blah. Well, why didn't it work for you? Because I like carbs too much. All right. Well, let's figure out a way to eat with carbs right? I would fail at keto day one. Do you know how many carbs I like? I made scones last weekend. I, I, I've tried a lot of different diets simply for the fact of like, I want to experience them. And like, I want to have the, the ability to, to tell a client, this is, this is how you do it. Right. Keto was awful. Keto was absolutely awful. Um, I, don't like fatty foods. Like you wouldn't do well with carb cycling. I, or with uh keto, I really would not do well with keto because my goodness, I like, I'm very limited on the fats. Like when we, like the client list we give of like, which, you know, here, here are good fat sources, protein sources, carb sources. I look at that fats list and I'm like, Ooh, I think I like three. Ooh, sorry. Yes. I can eat the fats. That is definitely not my problem. Um, But if I have to give up carbs, like, no. One, people are not going to want to be around me. Right? Right. I'm going to be a mean lady. Um, But that cuts out, like, my favorite foods. 
Yeah. All of them. Yeah. I'm out. Um, it just, it, you know, you, you have to realize keto wasn't for me. Keto wasn't for you. Keto is right for somebody though. It, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have taken off with credibility if it didn't work for somebody. But what we're saying, but what we're saying with this whole thing is you're not a failure because you failed at keto. Correct. You are not a failure because you found a diet that works for you. You got the results that you were looking for through keto when you started it in a different way that works for you. Yes. I'm not a failure because keto doesn't work for me. I did the same thing. I found you and we figured out how to make all of my foods work and teach me how to do it. So I'm not a failure, right? Yeah. Failed keto. I didn't even fail keto. Like I did it for three days and was like, <laughs> no. It's a thing because those scones were delicious. I know. If you ever if you ever need a scone, Gretchen's your girl. If you ever That's need baked goods. I got you. Because it's not me. <laughs> do not ask me to bake. I can do a lot of things. I'm gifted in many ways. I am not, not gifted in the, in baking. Um, but anyway, back to the failure component. It's totally normal given our society to think that you are a failure when you don't do something like that's unfortunately it's become so popular to think that, that it's almost the norm. But mm-hmm. if you want to lose weight, build muscle, get healthy, you have to start to change that thought process about yourself or else you're going to be stuck having a really hard time going about this journey because you're going to fail often, quote unquote, fail. Yeah. I should say like fail quotes. You're, you are going to fall below expectations often. And if you don't start to come to terms with that, come to grips with that, well, this is going to be a long, a long process for you. Yeah. I, recently like I mean and it's I'm sure you still have like feelings of failure every once in a while like we're human right we get down we feel bad about whatever um it definitely happened recently and I was talking to my husband about it probably crying a little bit and he you know reassured me it's okay to feel this way and it is it really is okay to feel this way you can feel down about your performance you can feel down about whatever happened. Um, he said, you go through that and then you change mindset. You need to get stuff done. What, what did you want that outcome to be? Yeah. How how do you make that outcome happen? Right. So whatever it is that you tap into in your brain to tell yourself, great, had my pity party. Now let's go crush this and come back harder. Yes. It's, I mean, and honestly it is, it is acceptable to be frustrated by your failure, but you're frustrated by your inability to do what you expected yourself to do. Mm-hmm. I think it's perfectly okay to have high expectations. I set ridiculously high expectations for myself. And I think that's Not why you No, no, <laughs> but I think that's why I've been successful in, in many areas, in many things that I've tried because I do set expectations high and then I work really hard to meet those expectations. But whether you have high expectations or low expectations, failure is going to happen, right? Like you're going to fall below what you expect of yourself. And that's all a part of the process. 
It doesn't mean that you fail. It doesn't mean that you can't do it again. In fact, it means you absolutely should do it again. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.